Welcome to the VBAC Home Birth Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Winning, founder of the Motherhood Circle and creator of the Journey into Motherhood program. I'm a mother of three and have had two unplanned and unneeded C-sections and had a calm and positive vaginal home birth, free birth, with our third baby who is 4.5 kilos or 10 pounds. My own journey has sparked a deep passion to support women to find their strength and support to create the pregnancy, birth and postpartum you desire and deserve. This podcast is for women wanting to learn more about VBACs, especially home births, and professionals who want to learn more about how to support home birthing women. Inside, we're going to hear from women sharing their stories from surgical birth to achieving their vaginal home birth after cesarean, as well as expert interviews so that you have a mix of inspiring stories as well as powerful knowledge. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode on the The Back Home Birth Stories podcast. I'm your host, Ashley, and I am excited to be here to talk to you about what is a highly sensitive person or soul. You may have heard the term empath or you may have heard yourself being described as somebody who is overly sensitive or a drama queen, or you you care too much and you shouldn't care because other people don't care. If this is you, or if you know someone like this, this is the episode for you. The reason why I think it's so important to listen to this, if you feel this way, or you're connecting with some of these things is because a lot of women that I work with don't know that they're highly sensitive. And so when I start, when they hear me talking about this on Instagram or through my workshops, or when they start working with me, they start to realize that they have this amazing skill set. They are a highly sensitive person. They have superpowers. They're amazing. And they have thought that there was something wrong with them their whole lives. I found this topic to be a little bit triggering for me and I've held off talking about it for a little while because it was it's something that I've been shamed for my whole life nobody in my family understands it nobody in my family really understands me they don't understand why I'm so sensitive so emotional why I care about things and I think a lot of that was holding me back from being able to be my true self because I was always told to toughen up don't cry only weak people cry you know and and my, I was raised by my dad, so he never had a son, so he used to call us his men. And my dad is very much, he's, I, I imagine that my dad's a highly sensitive person, but I reckon it was kicked out of him when he was a kid. And he now suppresses everything. And I know that he feels emotions deeply. He cares about other people. He deeply is moved by when children especially are hurt or animals it's just that he doesn't know how to deal with them. So I have this inkling. I know in my heart that my dad is one, but he would never talk to me about it. He would never talk to me about his feelings. He's very much, you know, suppress, swallow, suck it down. Let's pretend that we don't have this, but at the same time doing all these interesting and damaging things. And that's like the old way of thinking. It's like in the olden days, people just had to get on with life. You had to suck it up. We didn't have all these tools and things. And so a lot of the time, older people in my life, I've noticed when I, because I'm very open and honest, I like to share how I'm feeling and talk about it. Not that I want to burden people or drag people down. It's just 
as a highly sensitive person, I really love deep conversation. I love so highly sensitive people love deep conversation we don't love surface level like hey how's your day how you going good yep okay cool I want to know how effed up it is at your house what's really going on with your kids I want to know all of the details I want to talk politics religion blah blah blah, in a safe space not like you know argumentative rude abrasive all those things but I just love having deep conversations with people. I, one of my closest friends, when she comes over, we talk about all sorts of things because she's really well-versed in all things life. So she's a teacher, she's a history teacher. So we talk about history. I learn so much. I love learning as well. I've got that growth mindset. And I think a lot of HSPs, highly sensitive people, have that growth mindset and that curiosity and that zest for life. But society wants to keep us small they want us to not feel emotions they want us to be tough put on this you know we can handle anything sort of situation that's why I personally believe so many people are suffering from depression so many people are suffering from loneliness so many people are suffering because they don't know how to deal with these things because the things that naturally I would do if I wasn't being suppressed are being taught out of you from birth. They're things that you see your little babies do and the conversations and the curiosity and the things, it all gets squashed at birth. As soon as the babies are born, you know, and they get put in the schooling system, you're having to, you know, be with 25 to 30 children with high needs, complex needs, teachers who are burned out. They can't keep up with the curriculum you know there's children lagging because they're not getting things because there's like five or six different learning ways of learning and the teacher's only teaching one way and they don't have enough resources and they're, they're not getting paid enough and you know it's just such a complex complex thing but what you know now I look at it as a superpower I explain it as like everyone's different everyone has it on a different spectrum and everyone has it has different skills in the arena so for me I can feel people's energy I can feel if someone is really angry and I take on the energy like oh straight away my um my uh I will go into feeling the same way as them I will have adrenaline and anger spike through me I can't stand it when I'm around people who are angry uh, because I feel the anger and I take it on or people who are sad, I can, I can empathize and, and, and deeply connect with them and put myself in their shoes. I can, you know, I can really understand them without being judgmental, but hold that space in a loving and supportive way. There are so many amazing things about this. It makes me a better mother because I can deeply connect with my children. I want to learn about them. I want to connect. I want to hear, I want to know that I'm making a difference. I can put myself in their shoes. I can, even if I can't really understand, I'm willing to listen to them. It's like this natural thing that kind of happens. And I've got a highly sensitive child and um, she, like some noises are really annoying. Like I can't handle my husband's chewing. That is so annoying to me. Like after 12 years, you think you would chew with your mouth closed, but no, it's like those people who hate the, the nails on the chalkboard. That doesn't personally annoy me, but 
my daughter, she hates loud noises of people screaming. So she can make as much noise as she wants. But if people are upset, it's usually, it's not usually happy screaming that I've noticed that upsets her. What it actually is, is when people are distressed and it's not actually the noise, it's the emotion that comes with that noise. So I was a little bit worried that she may be on the spectrum for autism. But when I look at this and I think about this, it is the the processing of the environment around us that we can pick up on more for highly sensitive people. But for her, it's definitely the emotion behind it because she can run around with kids screaming at the top of their lungs having fun. But the moment that somebody hurts themselves, that is like category, you know, she's like, I can't handle this. She shuts down. She can't handle that. And it's the emotion. She's deeply empathetic. She is so loving and so nurturing in, especially with the bond that she has with me. And she, you know, I've taught her that it's a superpower. So she runs around telling everybody that it's a superpower. So let me go into this a little bit further with some explanations about this as well um, that I've actually written down here. So a highly sensitive person or HSP, you may have heard it. I like to say highly sensitive soul is thought to have an increased or deeper central nervous system sensitivity to physical, emotional, or social stimuli. Being a HSP comes with both advantages and challenges. You may find that you're easily offended by people who mean no harm or are trying their best to be kind. You may find at times you can overreact to daily stresses or relationship issues, particularly if you become emotionally aggressive as a response. The sensitivity means that you feel them so much more than other people do. It may mean that you perceive them more easily as well. So you might pick up like little niggles. You know, people say, yeah, I'm fine. You'd be like, "Mm, no, you're not. You know, straight away. Or for me, I left my office when I lived with my husband and his brother when we were younger. I left my office our study and I knew someone had been in there I picked up on the subtlety that my desk chair was moved slightly and you know I've always known people's feelings like I used to say to my husband blah 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 feels this way and he'd say no that person really loves you he had no clue and then it came out later that person had a deep hatred of me that person was mentally ill at the time so I was picking up on their energy and I was picking up that this person is not safe to be around. It's really hard to communicate that and show that to people around us, but it definitely is like witchcraft, witchy, like amazing ability, but it is really hard to explain that. It's like part of your, if people don't have that special skill, it's really hard to explain that. So I was really struggling with my husband the first couple of years until he realized that I had this special skill. Um, You may be affected more deeply by negative experiences, which may feel like a weakness at times because let's face it, it hurts. Here's a fun fact. It is innate. In fact, biologists have found in over 100 species and probably there are many more from fruit flies, birds, fishes, fish, I should say, to dogs, cats, horses and primates. This trait reflects a certain type of survival strategy, being observant before acting. The brains of highly sensitive persons actually work a little bit differently than others. Isn't that amazing? So up to 20% of people 
they reckon about 15 to 20% of people are highly sensitive. So that's like one in five people, 20, 40, 60, 80, 100. Yep, about one in five people are highly sensitive people. So if you're not one, your partner, your children, you know, your mum, dad, someone in that arena of your close circle is going to be a highly sensitive person. You probably know straight away who it is. Highly sensitive is a superpower. I want to view this as a superpower, mostly to help me love this part of my personality and be able to accept myself for who I am. And I can tell you now, I have reframed this in a way where I am loving myself for this superpower. And I surround myself with people who necessarily don't understand it, but, you know, love me and respect me. So when you're around people, you know, before I was in environment, you know, my childhood and everything around people who didn't understand me, who didn't respect me, who were pushing, you know, pushing on my boundaries, telling me I was wrong to now I'm around people who respect me. I don't need to get there. Okay. You have your HSP. I understand you because I'm doing it for myself now as well. If you think about it, though, it's a pretty cool superpower. Caring too much about people, animals in the world. Superpower. Thinking too much to process something on a deeper level. Superpower. Deeply feeling emotions. Superpower. Our brains work a lot quicker to bring all that information together and process on a deeper level subconsciously. If you've ever seen Criminal Minds, you can kind of get the gist of how that information of human behavior really plays a part. As someone who can sense other people's feelings, have strong compassion and understanding, you can see that this is a superpower. We are the, the leaders. We are so important in this world because we deeply care. We care about Mother Earth. We care about animals. We care about lives. If we didn't have people like us pushing the way forward, and if you look at history, you'll see they're the most passionate people, the ones who push themselves to fight for humanity and fight for other people, human rights activists, birth. I mean, I'm in this space, right? Birth activists. I am a woman's right activist, a human rights activist, a birth rights activist. I care. You know, I'm working in a space that I deeply care. And highly sensitive people will, you know, be most fulfilled when, we're, when they're working in this space. They're counsellors, they're nurses, they're doctors. You know, they're, they're, they're leading. I wouldn't say that many doctors survive as HSPs because it's a brutal environment to get through. They kind of suck the soul out of you to get to the finish line. But the caring aspect, all of those nurturing kind of aspects. I'm not saying that everyone that works in there's, you know, some people are gravitated there because their mother was or whatever. Um, some people are gravitated because they find it's an easy path or good money. But you will know because that beautiful midwife who deeply connected and you felt that you cared, they're probably that kind of person, that nurturing mother who's like always thinking about, but so gentle and loving, you know, just think about those people in your life and think about them and their gentle soul, you know, when they, and it doesn't mean that everyone's like that because some of us like have been a bit hardened. So for me, I felt like I had a hard exterior. I was very combative, uh, many years ago, I feel like I've turned a leaf, but, you know, it was that defense system, you know, having to put that barrier up. So there's like this pure white light soul inside me that's like still itching to break free, like this pure light explosion 
I might be getting a bit woo-woo for you now, but I'm obviously clearly passionate of bright light that's shining through. And I want everyone in the world to feel my love because I don't want anyone to feel alone. I don't want anyone to feel isolated. I don't want anyone to struggle. And I know that I can't make that happen, but if I can send it out and if I can make one person's life easier every single day with a kind gesture, a kind paragraph, a kind word, kind feedback, if I can be kind to myself, then that love spills out into the universe and it carries on to the next person because that could completely change that person's day. And that means that that person can be a better mother, a better lover, better wife, better employee at work, whatever it is, they might just feel better. That person could have been like suicidal. So just always, you know, and that's really hard to do from a space if you're not filling your cup up as well. I've been working so hard on my mindset and accepting myself and loving myself, which I really think is the key to, for special, highly sensitive people. Um, because it's so easy to get into that negative, especially if you're surrounded by negative, because just think about the compounding it just, you feel it more deeply, everything feels more hopeless. It's really important for highly sensitive people to really nurture and care for themselves so that they can spread their love and do what they were sent here to do. So we can shine bright. I always say like to my kids, it's my time to shine. <laughs> it's mom's time to shine. And that just is basically a, a phrase that I use that I'm probably going to talk about more in podcasts and on my Instagram feed because it's like this is mum's time you know it doesn't it's like mum's self-care mum's having her downtime it's my time to shine and I say that to my husband you know sometimes when it's his time to look after the kids or go change dirty nappy I'll say it's your time to shine <laughs> you know just it's just a I just it's a wonderful phrase that I love that I thought would be cool to bring into this segment. <laughs> um, look, there's a natural curiosity of people and their stories that tie in to help me see things on a bigger picture. Like there's all this curiosity. I'm not one for surface level chit chat. I really love to get into that role of deep, honest conversations that I find lacking often in our societies. That's why working in the space for me is so amazing because I get to hold space for women. I get to have birth debriefers, debriefs. I get to hear women's stories. I get to hear how they feel. Like what an honour that the women that I work with feel safe enough to tell me how they feel that women quite often break down in tears in vulnerability when they don't feel safe to do that at home in front of their husbands in front of their parents but they can sit with me and cry and not feel like they'll apologize and I'm like you don't have to apologize and I do the same I'm very emotional. So I cry all the time when I think about it. I cry all the time. You hear me on the podcast, I'm always crying. <laughs> and I have no shame in that because it is an emotional, normal thing to feel. And I have friends who, you know, say to me, there's something wrong because I was crying the other day when someone told me this horrible thing. And I'm like, that is a natural experience, a human experience. Like, that is not wrong. And you know, because we have different like views in life and different experiences, but 
it when did it get wrong to have emotions like just because I'm crying doesn't mean I'm having an emotional breakdown or I'm a nervous wreck it just means I'm a human and I actually fucking care like what's wrong with that apparently being emotional is upsetting if I see somebody like a doctor when I was talking to her in the hospital after my baby was born with my free birth baby the pediatrician who came in when I explained to her how important breastfeeding was to me she started tearing up I thought this woman was like a bit crazy she was a bit like her eyes were wide open the minute that I saw her crying I thought you're a human you're listening to me you care I feel really heard and that was really helpful for me to see the human it meant the world to me to see human I don't want people to be a blubbering mess, you know, if I'm telling my story and stuff. But crying is totally normal. It's a human experience. Um, So don't ever feel ashamed for that. It's not a weakness. The weakness is in people that don't have the ability to feel their emotions or not know how to handle or work through those emotions or, or carry them. That's when we turn to addictions, you know, alcohol, drugs, And we can't get out of it because we don't know how to deal with it. We're constantly wanting to avoid them. Um, I think that I have given a really good explanation. I've given heaps of stories into my personal experience. Everyone has a different experience. If you have an experience, I would love for you to share it on your Instagram, share it out with the world. You don't have to hide or just send me a DM if you want to and share it with me and, you know, let me know if you've, if you're like, oh my God, that's me. I know many women who I've spoken with have said, I've got teary listening to you talk about highly sensitive people. And I know when I listen to, I follow a lot of accounts on Instagram for highly sensitive people. And it just makes me feel so happy that I have that community around me and I don't feel like a weirdo, like there's something wrong with me. Um, please do send me a DM if you want to chat more about your highly sensitive nature. I can send you some resources and and you can share a little bit about that. I, I love hearing from you guys. And if you've got a story that you want to share on the podcast, please do email me, hello at themotherhoodcircle.com.au. If you're feeling like you want to work with me, I would absolutely be delighted to connect with you. I have VIP six-month and four-month programs where we work together through your mindset make sure we work through your fears make sure that you're feeling more love and support for yourself that we can work with your boundaries we can tighten those boundaries up that means if you've got pestering family around you who are pressuring you to do certain things we can tighten those up and and work with those and to help you tap into your intuition and, and make you feel more confident through this journey. Along with the holding space for you and the emotional support of having that ongoing support, please do reach out. I've always got um, offers going, you know, a 60-minute session is another option if you're just wanting to jump on just for one session. Um, but if you're, not, if you're not sure and you want to find out a bit more, please do send me a message on Instagram or send me an email and let's talk about it. Let's talk about where you're at in your journey, what you feel you need, what you feel you need for the future if you're not currently pregnant. And I'm here for you. I am, I've got my hands out now as I record this and I'm sending out my beautiful bright light and I'm sending you a big hug 
because if you need it right now, I am giving it to you, beautiful soul. Um, I hope you have a lovely day. It's raining here on the Gold Coast. It's cold, wet and raining and I'm actually really loving it. So I hope you spend some time giving yourself a bit of self-care and a bit of a cuddle. And I look forward to bringing you the next episode. Until then, stay cool. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the VBAC Home Birth Stories podcast. I hope that this episode has helped you take another step to finding your voice and confidence in your VBAC home birth journey. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps us to help more women to find out more about VBAC home birth, just like you. Don't forget to take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories and tag me at the motherhood circle. I'll see you next time.